Judah and Matthew are dumpster people, and they occasionally use foul and inappropriate language. Listen at your own risk. Welcome to Brother Eight. I'm Matthew. I'm Judah. Hey, everybody. How how's the pickings? How are your How are all of your pickings? Uh, well, I'm the only one who can answer you. Who may answer you? Well, uh, if the people are driving along and listening, they can talk about their pickings. If someone's like someone's at work and they're listening to yeah. this, they can. Uh, it's extremely tempting to say slim. Right. I don't. The the thing about pickings, you've is never that heard it's, of another kind. It's such a specific metaphor, right? And relates to such a small industry, to an industry that is such a small part of my life. Sure, that it's it's hard for me to like medium, just because you didn't go picking today. So it's kind of well, it's like it, it only picking. really it is a metaphor that only really makes sense when you're talking about choices available to someone. Mm. And I feel like the choices available to me at this moment are normal. Normal. Normal, normal pickings. pickings. Sure. No, that's fine. I was going to say it's neutral. It's just so broad. So... It's so broad reaching. Um, my pickings are neutral. Neutral pickings, everybody. Neutral pickings. Mm-hmm. Just kind of whatever. Just here or there. Well, let's remember this dumb minute. <laughs> uh, later on, there is something where we may... There is something in the mailbag. It's a mailbag week. Yeah, it's a mailbag week. It's not a Star Trek week, everybody. Uh, Don't panic. May lend itself rough. may lend itself to discussion of pickings. Okay, good. So I would like that. We'll, to we'll see. We'll see what happens. Hey, does everybody know we did a four hour pod last week? It didn't come out to four, but it was very close. I round up to four on that one. Oh, was it three fifty two fifty seven or three fifty seven fifty two? It was three fifty seven something. So three fifty seven fifty two. Yeah, yeah. We came we came damn close, and was we that? really did not give it our all we cut some stuff out oh sure. no uh yeah in fact i imagine that if you listened back to it you'd be able to tell the moment when we started abbreviating <laughs> what we had to say <laughs> we, we really turned that shit up and you'd be surprised that it was like on the third episode we talked about i don't know what's wrong with us really i don't know i mean i don't know anymore uh look we knew last week was going to be a good week yeah uh, in terms of th- interesting things to talk about. Yes. Because we knew we would be talking about that Ambo Jitsu scene. We could have talked about it for another hour. You know, I've hashtagged, uh, I've retweeted and hashtagged from my from my non-Brother Date account. Um, just in case some weird randos were into some Star Trek content. <clears throat> yeah. D- doesn't seem to pick up. No one's Here interested. is can can I say what the problem with that is? Mm. There are approximately two hundred Star Trek podcasts, and I get out there. that. I get it. But many, this one, many of them are on established networks, right? And some of them have a theme, like oh, this doesn't. Have uh, a theme. Here's 
here's women who talk about Star Trek, and you can expect that they have a feminist perspective. Now, that is a perspective that we have invoked many times on this, because it is one of the main failings of Star Trek. Well, I tell Marshawn all the time, I'm not an ally, I'm the cause. <laughs> it's me. I'm the one. And people should follow my lead on this, because I know what's going on. For the feminists. Um... But uh, as far as I know, no one is doing our dumb thing because the thing that we're doing makes no sense. It's inane. I mean, it's really just it a useless... It is absolutely... I propose it. I remember... I have a it's... vivid sense memory <laughs> of sitting at my desk at my last job up in Brisbane mm. on the 12th floor of that building uh, and and just having... And I remember... I was So I was listening a lot to Star Wars Minute in those mm, days. Yeah. And I was thinking of other weird ways to make it through content and for some reason this idea of what if i just put pitted all of the week one episodes against each other occurred to me and i just fucking blasted it to you over google immediately and you were like yeah well that's what we're doing well i'm the ultimate improviser uh improvisational commitifier yeah as you can tell and um and so yeah i just said yes yeah Uh, yes and and it's a toilet. It it's a toilet idea. It wasn't meant to be taken seriously. It's anyway, really not one of your uh, best. I don't know. Um, it's been a while since even Captain Kirk's dildo has retweeted us, <laughs> so I think yeah, we have fallen off in the wider. Uh, we we have not caught in the. And by the way, the second we do, we have to end the podcast. So it's fine. No, I'm. Uh, you know what? At this point, uh, my, the I'm, entire I'm the entire company that hosts my website will disappear if it catches. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm morally certain. That's of that, right. I so. forgot. This isn't a this isn't a privacy issue for you. This is literally how will the website be able to handle it? Uh, it, it will not. Yeah. It will not. Yeah. I signed on with these guys in 2001. I've been paying them ten dollars a month for the last 17 years. You're sort and of that surprised. is not enough money to pay for the service that they're already providing <laughs> because we upload. Uh. Like, let's say a gigabyte worth of podcasts a month. Right. Anyway. Yeah. Um. Are you surprised that they still exist, that they haven't gone out of business? I kind of, yeah. And the, like when they do go out of business, I will have to find another web host. Mm. And that's irritating. But like, how else will we do the family football pool? I know. Maybe it'll finally I'll call each other and read pics to mom. <laughs> Maybe it'll it'll finally give us an excuse to switch up our domain to dot horse like we've been talking about. Yeah, it's so expensive to use a dot horse. Why is that? Is it because it's the the sport of kings? It's because they know horse it's racing? so good. It they know good. it's so good. It's really good. I just like again, just thinking of all. I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say the reason we've discussed this because I don't want anyone to get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't yeah. want anyone to jump on it before do we it. do because I think about it about twice a month. What <laughs> if I just went ahead and did that? Just do it. Just paid the forty dollars a I'll year pay. or whatever. I'll, you know what? Let's go. Let's go splitsy on it. Uh, okay, we'll talk. Let's, we could talk about that <laughs> off air because it still seems dumb to me. Okay, uh, and I'm also I'm not sure that you can do the thing I want to do with it. Hey, right, let's talk which about is, it off. Uh, anyway, that's don't want fine. Them to steal our good but ideas like, anyway. there's so many. Like the idea occurred to me that you could have the domain name dog horse, and I'm just yeah. into that idea. I want it too. Yeah, I want it too. Um, it's a mailbag week. Yeah, I, I assume we got mail. I think I we sent a couple of items, um, and I I also assume that Ryan did his. We got mail. It is all from you and Ryan this week. Nothing <laughs> right. from Marjan. Nothing from Ben. But okay. uh, that's kind of a standard week for us. Yeah, hopefully they will have some input next time and uh, stop being slackers. Yeah, for sure. Mailbag by brother date. 
Uh, on the 17th, uh, Ryan wrote in and said, uh, it's Ben. Ben's super into Quora. I'd oh. love to hear from Ben about that. Like, A, what, what feeds are you following? Are there any good ones? Yes. I tend to follow um, military, so I see a lot of comments about why was the F-35 a failure, and then a bunch of people will say it's not a failure. There was one news story from, like, way early in testing, and it's been dominating people's perception of it, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Um, but also lots of stuff about who would, who would win if you had, if you could go back in time with one F-35, how much damage could you wreak? And then people are like, well, how would you resupply it? And they're like, well, let's assume it's infinite fuel, you know, essentially. And spare parts. And also, uh, Lord of the Rings, Star Wars, et cetera. Those are the things I really enjoy. I also follow math, but that's probably not going to be exciting for most people. Yeah. But Ben, what are you reading? What are you reading on Quora? Yeah, and I think we had misunderstood the way Ryan said it. I, I thought he was. It seemed that, like he was into that it. He was the one who was into it, but that's yeah. our that's our bad. It was Ben, everybody. Now he was out in Ben. Ben, can you just send us what you like on the thing? Tell us if, like Judah, you are best at military. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> like Judah and our president. Also, Jesus, I don't. Sorry, I know. Sorry, sorry. Sorry. I I I made a very bad mistake of I was up slightly early today yeah. and I. I got on Twitter and just fucking ruined my day. Yeah. Just reading the news in the morning ruins your whole fucking day now. Uh, It's just so insane. Marjan will just, she'll just wake up and within 10 seconds of being awake, she's on Twitter and telling me what's on Twitter. Yep. And it's like, no, I can't. I don't. Um, We've been, we've, okay, so we've been watching this show on uh, HBO called Sharp Objects lately. It's one of them real bummer shows about, like, swampy old southern towns and girls getting murdered. Oh, yeah. A a big genre these days. And uh, the mom in the show is always like, you know I can't have this kind of talk around me about dead girls. You know know I can't talk about this. Don't don't bring this conversation around me. And we're supposed to hate her, but, like, I really... But you're like, you fucking get it. I'm right there with her. Because now uh, I tell Marjan all the time, you know I can't, you know I can't talk about this. You don't, please don't bring these conversations around me anymore. I faved a tweet from some rando way back in March, and because of the way Twitter works, I don't, I'm not even sure how I saw this tweet, because it's not from somebody I follow. The person appears to be called Terrence Cloth. Okay. Um, but it says, every time I click on a trending topic relating to politics, there's a guy in there like, and then it's a list, and it says, Grampler out. Tevis out, Plefson indicted, Trump tweets Gumbus, Jimps out, and it's not even 10 a.m. And uh, first of all, all, all of the fake things in there are so good, and I think about Trump tweets Gumbus, <laughs> Gumbus. Uh, roughly twice a day. Well, there was the time he tweeted Kafefi. Yeah, well, exactly, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, and it's like, that really is what it's like to look at the news, is it's just like, who has resigned and what ridiculous things everyone did. Yeah. Like today good. in the news, there's that guy that Sasha Baron Cohen got to say the N word a bunch of times and he yeah. had to resign. Well, uh, his defense was kind of incredible. He was like, uh, he, this guy was playing on my, my very real fears of terrorists attacking Georgia or whatever. Oh yeah. I should say specifically he said sand N word, but like, <sighs> it's just like, you know, you know, buddy, that that don't fix it. Right. He doesn't know nothing. He doesn't and it's know like, yeah, anything. You got caught, but um, Sasha Barakoa wouldn't have been able to catch me doing that. <laughs> no. Like, 
There's no scenario where he's got me like ramming my butt against somebody to turn them gay while uh, shouting SN. Yeah. Or yeah. sand in. Dropping the SNs on people. Uh, it's like, it's always when you see, this, and this has happened about 15 times this year, uh, some video game streamer will get big. Like the guy who played Fortnite with Drake or mm. PUBG with Drake or something. Yeah. And then the next day, uh, when they now have 150,000 viewers, yeah. They get real frustrated at somebody and call them a faggot, yep, and then or or call someone the n word, and then it's like, oh, they lose all of their sponsorship and they get <laughs> kicked off and everything, and they're like, oh, but he got mad at the game. That's not really in his heart. And, and then the like, response oh, no. is always, mm. no. The thing about that is, yeah. I get mad at video games too, <laughs> and I angrily shout, "This fucking game is such a fucking cheater," or whatever. <laughs> oh, great! I now I'm gonna biff. I don't drop right to calling my opponent yeah. or the game developer the N word. Right. I mean, it doesn't. It's like you, it doesn't matter if two hundred million people were watching me play on Twitch. Uh it's not going to happen to me. That would be pretty good comedy, though, to have us playing on Twitch with a huge audience. Because oh no, oh god, this, I, not, the stress of the idea. <laughs> we're not good. I would be. I, I the, here's what the whole thing would be: me apologizing for that. Like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm not good at this. <laughs> That's right. Uh, nah. I, I definitely should have seen that guy. I, I, you um, know what? I did see him, but I can't shoot. I just. Can't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You guys all saw that 15 second uh, firefight I had with that guy, where we circled each other and neither one of us could hit anything. <laughs> They'd see me following a guy from behind, and he clearly wouldn't be able to see me. But I'm afraid to take <laughs> the shot. Know, he doesn't know you're there. I'm afraid and to take to... the shot because if I miss, he'll know I'm there and kill me. So. <laughs> <laughs> then he gets around yeah, a corner exactly. and he gets away, and I just go, "Well, that guy got away." Yeah, no, look, I, it's the the idea gives me nightmares. It's the thing for it's one of the things I think keeping me from playing enough Spy Party to get into the SCL. Oh yeah, you don't want you don't want to go to the big leagues and because under the spotlight. I I could not watch I could not watch a broadcast of one of my sets and then be like, uh, yeah, yeah, but you got to study that game film though. You know? Oh no no, I look, I understand. Just I, it's terrible. But, like, I couldn't have these guys say, I don't know why he did that. And then I'd be like, I don't know why I did that. That uh, was really not a subtle banana bread right there. Yeah, I'd be in the chat. They'd be like, oh, that's this is not a good time to BB. And (laughs) then immediately my guy go, banana bread. And then they they go, "Eh, I got a lot of of lowlights. I'm trying to figure out why he banana breaded three times in a row. I mean, look, I've played so few games that at this point, they'd be like, I missed the pad. Uh, now he's just he's standing there. He doesn't know how to react to that. He doesn't know what to do now that he missed the pad. Yeah, when you first start playing that game, the hardest possible thing. I just keep telling myself in my head over and over, "Don't look like, don't look like a human. Looks like the That's computer. Right. Just looks like do the what, computer. Do it computer style." It's just like sometimes you don't take quite the right angle, and then you're kind of not in the right spot, and you got to make a little adjustment. And that little that little stutter step is just like, oh, oh, gave myself away. There it was. Um, I don't know what we're talking about. Ben, uh, Grump, uh, Gumbus. Okay. Trump tweeted Gumbus. Um, no, yeah, I made the mistake of watching the news. Um, at Brother Date, Ryan writes, even knowing people won't keep their eyes on the road, fatalities in cars with autopilot 1.0 are 40% lower. He doesn't say lower than what. Yeah, I don't know. And I, I uh, first of all, I'm not against uh, automatic driving cars. No, no, no. I'm not in any way against that. Uh, I think that it, the transition from the time when nobody has an automatic 
drive or self-driving car to the time when everybody has a self-driving car could be potentially rocky. Yeah. But uh, I I think in general, it is going to fix things. There are a couple of things that I don't. So my car has way more technology than my last car, which had um, seatbelts. And uh, <laughs> well, not only that, it, but oh no, it it also had uh, it had a a water hole for letting. I did water it did have a, it had a flood hole. Yeah, it did have a flood hole. Just in case. What it did not have was a bilge pump, and no. that's what it needed. No, no, no. They only half built that that whole water process. Uh, it's well. In fairness, when they design cars, I think that they they are designing cars for people who don't live uh, under redwood trees, uh. because that shit was clogged with uh, needles. Uh. And that's uh, that the hole that it's supposed to drain out of was clogged with needles, and that's why that happened. But, um, like, well, who's getting in there and cleaning out the fucking pine needles from their car? You were saying the new car has more technology. It has more technology, and it hates the way I park. Uh, it's fine with the way I drive, mostly. Okay. But every time I pull into any parking space, it's like, no, 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 no. Does it not understand that you're going to be necessarily next to other things? When you park, uh, it understands, but it's still it it's it screams at me, and like the uh, warning indicator goes from orange to red, even though I'm not like anyway. It doesn't. Matter. Wrong, it has I'd no like faith in my ability to park my car. I'd like to park in the middle of an like a vacant lot if I could. Yeah, for sure, that'd be great. I mean, I think me and the car are on the same page on that. It's just not it's not super realistic. Like if I need yeah. to go to a place, odds are somebody else has to go there too, and then there's they're going to be there, which is why I hate so going not, places. I'm not anti-self-driving cars. However, uh, I think that um, there may be some some other factors getting mixed into Ryan's statistic mm. about cars with autopilot 1.0. Yeah. Um, for one thing, those are very expensive cars, and they haven't been around that long. People might be driving carefully. Yeah. Right? I hope so. So that might offset some of it. Also, people who can afford a Tesla might not be what? the uh? mouth breathers. <laughs> I don't know. That was like, very you ever classist see, of you. Do you ever see a real old beat up car on the road and also it's driving super good? Mm. Or is like, is I, that the what? guy who's swerving around? I, I never notice when someone's driving good. It's a classist argument. You're absolutely right. <laughs> you were you were doing a thing there. Yeah. Uh, look, I, the only criticism I had last time was that I don't like having it be called autopilot because then it does let people think that they don't have any responsibility. That they can just be like, I don't know, the car's driving, who cares? Well, especially because... Call it um, something else. Call it assisted something or whatever. You know ev- what I mean? Everybody like, knows how to drive a car, yeah. but nobody is a pilot. That's right. And so... There's very, very few people who know what an autopilot actually does yeah. in an airplane. Yep. They probably think it does more than it's doing. They probably think it straight flies the airplane wherever you need it to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's call it something call it something that will make people think they still have some responsibility. That's all I was saying. Um also, he reports, uh, I said it was fifty percent. Fifty percent lower, so I was wrong on that. Yeah, okay. Uh, Ryan reports, we're about to unlock full autonomy for customers next month. Will be interesting to see how that plays out. Oh, how many experience points do you need to unlock that, though? Uh, well, he's projecting ahead. I don't know. 
It's well. So here's the thing: it's not experience points. You can't even grind it out. It's based on skill points. Oh no! So you have to beat enough gems, right? So like you have to progress through the story enough to get enough skill tree points See, to unlock that's it. That's where I, I'm. I'm always grinding. I never even get. I stop playing before I even get to like the fourth gem. No, exactly right. So. Like, uh, I want to be able to have full autonomy unlocked before I even get to Mount Colts. So that's that was the blessing and the curse of Final Fantasy V was that you could just grind forever. There- <laughs> That's definitely forever. the reason I never beat that game. You could grind nearly forever. Because <laughs> they give you most of those jobs real early. I was just, oh god, I just remember trying to fight these fucking statues. Yeah, I remember vul- it too. They are very hard, but they're vulnerable to being stopped. I remember like um, uh, five or six weeks in a row just watching you fight statues. <laughs> yep. going, hey, uh, just trying to level up my expensive, expensive jobs. Hey, is this the whole game? Like, it's just statues? You just fight statues the whole no, time? No, they got regular Final Fantasy stuff, too. This is just what I'm up to. Yeah. This is my deal. So, at some point, he's saying they're going to have the full, the full, the real deal autonomy. Yeah. Okay. So, we will see how that goes. We'll see how, we'll see how much lower the fatality At least is. living here, it'll be on the local news, whatever ends up happening. Yes. Uh, he also uh, reports that he loves autopilot when he gets to use it. That's good. He seems like kind of a shill, though. I'm just gonna say it. We've all been thinking it. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you this about Ryan. He's a team player. Okay. And since he's at Tesla, now you, it's he's pretty pro Tesla. Yeah, I mean that's that's fine. He's when he worked it, I'm gonna get this wrong. Q's are right. He was pretty pro Qzar. He was like, "It's way better than fucking laser laser city." I'm sure, I don't know. I'm sure I know. there the were other ones. Also, though. he really wasn't that pro that weird night job that he was working at two in the morning. <laughs> it's hard. That's a tough one to be real because there was like a church lock in or something. <laughs> I haven't been laser tagging in a very long time, and the last time uh, I was clearly way too old, just way too old to be in there. Because everyone else in there was perfectly elbow height and got my elbow in their head. <laughs> You're throwing a lot of bows? It wasn't on purpose. It's just dark in there and people are running around. And if everyone is elbow height, there's going to be a lot of like bruised foreheads and shit. So after I knocked down like the 11th kid, I went, you know what? I don't, I don't think this is... I guess this ain't for me. This isn't my zone anymore. <laughs> I know I'm like arena dominator and all that, but you know, it's time to hang them up, I think. Uh, on the 19th, he wrote in, at Brother Date, racing games with non-competitor street traffic are the worst. Yeah. I mean, for the first 20 years of racing games, that's all you got. They like, didn't know how to, like, make things uh, good. Just too much shit to keep track of. Everything had to be a pole position, where they'd be like, why is that guy in front of me? <laughs> yeah, where'd he I'm come from? I'm five seconds into this lap, and I started at number one. <laughs> yeah, we have a staggered start time or something? This is the group ahead of me? What's going on? What yeah, what... What is happening here? And, and again, is this like a weird time trial, but everyone's on the track at the same time? Seems dangerous. It doesn't seem like you'd get real good indication of your own scores, because what if you just get caught up going behind a slow guy? And in the final lap twin, of course, you'd have empty roads, just you versus a competitor, until you got to a boss. Da, and da, the da, boss, da, you had da, all the fucking uh, da, extra da, traffic on the road. Da, da, which was da, bullshit. Da, 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 Bumping you into signs and shit. Why are there signs out there? Uh, what are those yeah. signs for? This is a racetrack yeah. that was built for racing. I'm not just driving on the road. 
I don't know. Maybe uh, road racing tracks in the eighties used to be real different. But like, if they don't they don't put those signs on the side of the road in an oval. When I watch, when I get in a weird rabbit hole and I'm watching F1 cars disintegrate, they don't seem to be hitting signs. No, there's no signs. They hit each other, and then eventually they run into a big wall of tires. Yeah, there's a wall there. Like, that's what should be on the side. Not signs. It's weird. And was it uh, it that one, or was it F-Zero, that when you lap a car, it turns gray? Ah, that's F-Zero. Okay. So it's like you knew you were coming up on old traffic. Why did that matter? They weren't even in the game. Anyway. Yeah, I don't care if they're yeah, gray. Like they're not even. I, I'm not going to see them on the leaderboard. Who gives a shit? I guess so that you know they're moving slow when you. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. I saw they look like weird little Volkswagens, so I know they're the slow ones. On the twentieth, Ryan wrote in at brother date. Love the expression "buck wild." Who does? Is it cultural appropriation though? Uh, pass. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I thought about it. Okay. So I looked. I, also, I looked into it. Good. Uh, uh, we all know it, does... it wasn't. No, hold on. We all know it was invented by Guy Fieri. Like <laughs> all uh, expressions, including it's on like Donkey Kong and others. <laughs> invented by Guy Fieri in the two thousands. Uh, it is attested uh, as being African American vernacular English. Okay. Uh. Also, the earliest quote that I saw was from Ice Cube. Nice. So, first of I all, love Cube seems to be an expression that's caught on within my lifetime. Okay. Uh, I, here's why I don't think it's cultural appropriation. I, for one thing, I don't think it's foundational to the African American experience to use the expression "buck wild." Right. I also, uh, I also think it's one expression i don't think that i present as uh aping african-american culture mimicking african-american culture typically particularly um also i picked it up from three white boys from west virginia yeah so they're the ones who are responsible that's where you should blame them um but in general i don't think anyone would say that using one expression amounts to cultural appropriation it's interesting to think about it is interesting to think about and um to be fair we should probably we should probably ask a black person uh do you like do you do you know any i mean i know a couple but i i don't know if they want to appear on this podcast as a black person okay i mean that's fair we live in a pretty white uh, sorry you don't live here anymore and i have no idea i'm i actually imagine that where you live now is much less white yeah it's it's blacker yeah. Um, they won't. They won't send a cracker. They'll send somebody much blacker. Right? Is that I what Cube I don't said? Know what that's, is that what Cube said? I think that's what Cube said. Um. Let's see. We're gonna have some Star Trek talk here. It's not. Uh, not our fault. It's. Yeah. It's in the mailbag. It was our fault earlier. It's not our fault right now. On July twentieth, uh, Ryan wrote, "I think Janeway made the right choice to execute Tuvix without having seen the episode." Okay, now when I read that tweet, I thought that was a joke because because of how it <laughs> Is ended. Is that why you liked it? Yes, because of how it ended. <laughs> or he said, "Not having seen the episode, it sounded like a take on Rikers." <laughs> the Binars seem perfect for this, even though I've, I've, even though this is the first time I've ever met them. <laughs> yeah, so I thought he was playing, but then he came back. Yeah, no, he wasn't done. He doubled down. Um, the Binars seem perfect for this. <laughs> 
even though this is the first time that I've ever come in contact. No! I love he fucking f- trails off in that, too. Like, because he knows this ain't stupid. going well. <laughs> even though this is the first time I've ever come in contact with him. It's just terrible. Mm. Wish I hadn't said that. Wish Ugh. I could take that back. Well, how... Uh, uh, okay, yeah. We've talked about again, that without having seen it, he says. It feels like protecting the senior rights of the original beings is better well but now i'm but now i'm not sure yeah the way you say that makes it i mean that sounded kind of that was kind of messed up wait why are they senior if they're all sentient who's the senior exactly exactly this is some some eastern culture shit right here we're talking about because they're older i think tuvix is as old oh no he's probably not he's probably an average of as old so i don't know how old neelix is but tuvok's pretty old right uh, yeah, Tuvok's over a hundo. So, like, I don't know how old Neelix is, but I don't think he's that old. So Tuvix is probably a cool average of their age, right? Because he was average at everything else. That's <laughs> probably right. Or is he combined? Is he older than both of them because he was a combination of everything else? Yeah. Is Tuvix, uh, like, 147 or something? It's almost like nothing about what happens in that episode <laughs> makes enough sense to argue about logically. No. No, that All was of the of technology of it is nonsense. One of so. my problems with it was the uh, insane premise. Uh, then uh, his thoughts stream of stream of thoughts got interrupted by a tweet that you did. But let's finish them out here. Mm. At brother date, how much difference is there between doing a murder and summary execution? Mm, not a lot, to be fair. I mean, a summary execution implies there was no. Uh, no trial yeah summary execution i think that the phrase summary execution implies extra legality yeah so i think it is morally equivalent to murder and also like for sure she doesn't hold a trial in the two and two no in fact she just tells two she is nice enough to tell him uh picard just said the cycle must end that is true. No, he didn't give other Picard a whole lot, <laughs> nope. a lot of warning. Tuvix at least got to argue, even though it, uh, I don't think she ever had any intention of changing her mind. It but. fell on deaf ears, and also she, it's every. I keep thinking about this. It's wild that she didn't even try to say it's. It's not murder. <laughs> I know she didn't even it's, try. We're to just doing. Anyone. It's just transporter nonsense. That's right. We're just doing the same thing that happens every time anyone steps into a transporter. <laughs> really, she should have just cited past. Some precedent from all the nonsense that has happened. She should have said anything. <laughs> something would have helped. Yeah, she said something that would have been good. Anything at said, all. What if she said the cycle must end? You, okay, all right. <laughs> if she'd shouted the cycle must end before she beamed him into two people. Because uh, <laughs> now that, that's in the captain's playbook. At least you would have said, well, she's no worse than Picard. That's right. That is in the playbook now. You can say that before you shoot somebody. I mean, it's. It's hard to say who comes off worse. Picard's weird murder when yeah. he was clearly super stressed out about the accusations that he was a coward who would desert a dying ship. Yeah. Uh, That's not good. I mean, it doesn't play well. Like He was under such wild stress and it was so obvious that Pulaski was like, I could relieve him of command. Yeah, maybe We could let Riker run this game. Maybe she should have because he did a murder. I mean, arguably. <laughs> I think she might be responsible, sort of. Is that why she couldn't be in the room? Did she see that dead Picard and go, "Oh, I should have, I should have done the thing." Yeah. Or is it worse that Janeway, who was under, and let's be clear, no time pressure. No, no, no. 
Yeah. They didn't have to go back to the original location. No. She had time to study the law and ethics of this case. Whatever happened at Kent State probably Consult Chakotay instead of just hang out with him. Yeah. Maybe her spirit Hold a animal. tribunal, whatever. But was just like, nah, we're doing it and I'm going to rip the band-aid off. It was, uh... I hated her in those moments. Yeah. Is that okay to say? Yeah, I didn't like she, her. She did a murder, so yeah, I, <laughs> I think you're was, allowed to hate murder. I disagreed with her decision. So there you go, Ryan. That's my take on it. Um, on the twenty first, Sakona Matata. That's your current name. Even I don't remember your, these anymore. Your current twit name. Uh, posted uh, an article from five thirty eight. Yeah. Titled "The Most Consistent Base History Hitter in Baseball History." With the wonderful logline, Oakland's Chris Davis can't stop hitting 247. <laughs> it's a good, it's a good uh, line. If you know baseball, you know 247 is not a very good batting average. No, in fact, it's I would say it's exactly mediocre. Yeah, it's ve- it's extremely mediocre. And it's not it's not actually a bad batting average. No, I'd say league average is somewhere around like 250, 260, right. something like that. But it's definitely not a good one. No, so to say that he can't stop doing it is definitely not a compliment. <laughs> it's not. It is very much not a compliment. Uh, over the in the last five seasons, and we have to remember that this season is a little yeah, over halfway, halfway through. We're not. We're not quite at the trade deadline. Um, in the last five seasons, he's hit two forty four. That's right. the big outlier. Yeah, that by is the, the way. Outlier. Yeah, that's the. In twenty fourteen, his two forty four batting average was the big outlier. Then uh, 247, then 247, then 247. What's he hitting at this the time, year? At the time the article was written, on the July 20th at 1 p.m., he was hitting 248. Okay. <laughs> so, um, that is the most consistent five-year span. Um, in history. Just uh, in, in history, in terms of... Uh, so, this is a statistic that I'm not sure how meaningful it is. No. This but is it's the wonderful thing about movement. 538. So they just take a f- of, across all five-year periods, mm-hmm. uh, they have taken the high score for, for each player and the low score for each player and just done a subtraction. So, it's just yeah. the absolute value of the difference between the highest and the lowest. And his is .004, and that is... Less than half of the next one, which is point zero zero nine. Um, these are, by the way, largely players that you've never heard of. Yeah. Who is Nori Aoki? Uh, he played uh, in the 2000s, maybe early 2010s. I think he played for, like, Chicago and Kansas City or something. He's, He's on this list twice. Maybe he even had a run with the Giants. I don't remember. He's on this list twice, but... Um, it actually only accounts for six years. Yeah, he was just consistent for a six-year span. He was consistent so for six. Uh, so he was so consistent for a six-year span that he's in the top ten for the two five-year subspans. Yeah. Um, uh, so I mean, by the time you get to number ten, we're already talking about a fourteen-point spread, which is over three times as much. If you if you know baseball, you know that the the import that's been placed on on batting average is definitely gone down over the years as some different statistics have have become more um 
more value has been placed on some other statistics, but this used to be one of the main ones. And so people still keep track of it, even though I think everyone acknowledges it doesn't actually say very much about your value as a hitter. Like Um, many baseball statistics, it is a version of a statistic that was first kept in cricket. Yeah, exactly. By the way, I have no idea whether it's any more meaningful in cricket than it is in baseball. I wonder if the sabermetric revolution hit hit cricket or not. Oh, I'm sure it has. Cricket has... Cricket has got some wild shit for statisticians to get into. For one thing, there are crazy formulas built into determining how many runs a team has to score to win if there's been, like, rain. Oh, God. So, like, they they have a lot of stuff to try and make it fair to a team that's had less time at bat. So everything about cricket is already ten times more complicated than baseball. Yeah. And, uh... It gets, uh, there's wild stuff in there. Um, so it's not an important stat. And the fact that he's hit consistently over five years also isn't important. But no. it's the kind of thing that 538 does, where they will just notice something and go, oh, okay, we can write about numbers. Let's write about numbers. Not only is it not an important stat, but it also, the only reason they can write about it is because of the weird decision that was made by baseball statisticians a long time ago to round everything to the thousandth. Yes. It's just, if they, if they went another decimal, maybe you couldn't write this anymore because he would be hitting 247 some years and 248 others, or or just it wouldn't uh, matter. You know what I mean? He yeah, might they, still go be... in, they, they actually go into it at some point yeah. in this, I thought. Yeah, yeah, they go out to several uh, yeah. several digits. But it's like, so it, it's just the kind of thing that you, you notice because of the weird arbitrary way they decided to do it a hundred years ago or whatever. I mean, I will say that I think rounding to the thousandth is reasonable considering that no baseball player gets a thousand plate appearances in a year. Yeah. Um, so getting much below that. So it's, is, it's close enough. You know, you, at that point, you might as well just compare hits like, or, or something like it's not. Yeah. It's close enough to being sort of a one for one plate appearances. To, right. To whatever decimals or whatever. Um, I mean, there's a lot of stuff in here too. Like for um, all of these stats are for players with a minimum 350 plate appearances each season. Yeah. Like that's the amount that's considered having a full season. Just for this list, though. Well, yeah, in, in that's true. Well, the, what what is it for the batting it's title? Three point one plate appearances per team game. Three point one plate appearances per team game. It usually ends up to about five hundred three or something. So like okay, that. so it's uh, around five hundred <clears throat> yeah. plate appearances, something like that. But it's not. Yeah, and these are plate appearances, not bats. Anyway, uh, it's also so it's not an important stat, and it's not interest, not particularly interesting. The thing that's amazing about it is that it's two forty seven, and I think if it had come out to if, if someone had done this and they were like, "Hey, this guy hits exactly two eighty eight." Every yeah. season, people would be like, oh, this guy's a pretty good hitter. Yeah, I, I, I could have guessed because I know how consistent he is. And the fact remarkably consistent is a footnote. Yeah. Whereas um, this is a funny article because it's consistently mediocre. That's right. He can't stop hitting 247. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I thought I'd I thought I'd just shoot that your way. That was a few days ago. I haven't checked. What is it now? It's like 251 or something. So he's up a little bit currently, but... Yeah, they've been mashing people lately, so suggest that he'll regress towards the mean. The A's are doing a thing that they do every five or ten years, where with a team full of nobodies who nobody wants, they miraculously make a run. So they have the best record in baseball over the last, I don't know, six weeks, and they've been 
smashing people lately. Yesterday they were down 10 to 2 in the 7th inning and won 13 to 10. So they're just they're playing out of their minds and I assume they'll cool down at some point, but I uh, I don't know whether they'll make the playoffs or not. Uh you uh you tweeted a couple of uh, fun infographics uh, mm. about the Alliance of American Football. Yeah, this is a new league that is being started after the coming NFL season. So I think right after the Super Bowl or or something is when they're going to start. Right. It's um the latest in a long sp- line spring of... football as yes. in, you know, as the Arena Football League and so on. Yeah, and then the back in the day before Donald Trump fucked him over. The, sorry to mention him again. The uh, USFL I think the XFL was also off NFL season, so because it's yeah. you'd be really stupid to uh, especially since if you put something in the NFL season, you're also putting something in the college football season. Yep, you'd be you'd be programming against many more pop. You'd be less popular. Than and high school also, to start. some degree, Canadian Football League. I think they yes. also they're not exactly the same, but they run there's pretty overlap. much. Yeah, there's overlap. So, so yeah, you you'd be putting up against all the good football that people want to watch. You program for the people who are like, oh, son of a bitch, football's over. All right. Then maybe you can get people to tune in, possibly, to watch I mean, there's, shit league. There's a stretch when the only major sport happening in America is baseball. And yeah. oh, we're in that stretch right now. Yeah, although and, the NBA is doing everything it can to just be a right. 12-month of fucking year thing. And if you don't like baseball, that's a rough time for you. Or if you are a fan of the A's, for instance. <laughs> Usually, it's yes, a rough that's, time that's bad, yeah. <laughs> so it makes the counter-programming make sense. Yeah. Um, they've got some uh, c- crazy rules about how players... Are, so first of all, all the teams are league-owned. Yes. So it's, we've got us a real monster jam situation. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, there's going to be uh, the Ack Attack and... Uh, um, hold on, I've got to be able to name one more of those... Oh, I was thinking of Roller Jam. No, yes, which was probably also all league owned. But no, mon- like all the monster trucks at Monster Jam are owned by Monster Jam. Does anyone remember So even though Roller it's Jam? Bigfoot 7 versus Gravedigger, it's like, oh, I get it. There was a time when Roller Jam was my stories. I do remember when we were into Roller Jam, but I suspect only you and I know about Roller Jam. <laughs> I really wonder if anyone's ever heard of it. Okay. Uh, yeah, yes, it's all league owned and the teams are in... Uh, I guess some cities where they could find a stadium they thought would be decent yeah. enough to play in. I'd say the most notable one is San Diego. Yeah. And uh, and they try, again, trying not to overlap with NFL cities. And, uh, yeah, the, I just thought the rules were wild about how they select their players. Yes. It, but it seems like some nonsense that you, like a fake conference realignment you would make up. Yeah, like I made this on a list somewhere and I'll find it three years from now and go, oh, why'd I do that? But yes, they're exactly. making a league out of it. Um, and I, by the way, I want to say you don't. As far as I know, you don't have a lot of Photoshop experience. You also could have made these graphics. They're not amazing. <laughs> They're not great. I mean, it's a real Mickey Mouse operation. They yeah. have big celebration about getting Starter as their uh, their sponsor for their their uniforms and shit like yeah. that. And it's like, oh, you mean the guy who sometimes made my like pants I wore in PE or whatever? That's cool. Exactly. That's great. You guys did a good job. <laughs> Major I will say this: I was much more excited about the U.S. football league in India mm. that I think failed. They had a lot of teams, though. They were they had a lot of it. teams, and unlike what I've seen so far, where it's just Alliance Birmingham or Alliance <laughs> yeah. Salt Lake City, yeah, they, they had like mascots and colors and shit too. Yeah, 
Yeah, that is better. I mean, we're only a, f- a certain number of months away. These guys need to pick their shit up. So apparently how this will work is this. Okay. If... Yes, there's an if and then if not then situation happening here. If you went to college mm-hmm. inside the f- assigned footprint for one of these alliance teams, yeah. then that's the team you go to. Yeah, so like for the Salt Lake one, it's like the Pac-12 and Mountain West area. So if you went to Oregon, or if you went to Colorado State, or whatever. Except that the colleges that they list in here are not exhaustive. No. So I don't understand what that's about. Yeah, they can't already know the player pool, so like, whatever. But then if you didn't, we move to the next phase, which is... If... If you played, if your last professional experience was with one of these NFL or CFL teams, then you're selected for this team. Right. But if your college was outside the Alliance allocation footprint, literally what they have written here, and you've never played in the NFL or CFL, then you're a fucking free agent. Yeah. So yeah, for like this again for the Salt Lake one, if you played for the Seahawks, Broncos, Vikings, or Packers, they chose for this. Or if in the CFL you played for the Calgary Stampeders, um, then you'd you'd go to this team. But if not, if none of these things applied, you didn't play at any of those colleges. If you didn't play at Northern Colorado or whatever, right, uh, or any of those pro teams, then you're you're just a fucking free agent. And yeah, yep. I have no idea how this stuff was decided. It's all wild. So it has, it's got all of the hallmarks of a league that's doomed to fail. Yes. Uh, oh, yeah, 100%. It's got 100%. A, a very complicated system that no one will sit through. No. The explanation of. No, they're taking the NHL route where they're like, how can we have fewer fans? There's got to be a way to have fewer fans that are more resentful. Yes. That their league's not more popular. There's, I mean, like, no one's going to understand. Like, what is Miles College? I've never heard of it. It's like when uh, NFL Europe started and you'd be like, all right, the Amsterdam Admirals. You didn't want to know how they made that draft. Yeah, yeah. It was enough that they'd be like, oh, yeah, two players have to be from the Netherlands. Yeah. And you'd be like, all right, I guess they can find two. All right, the two worst players on the team for sure. Okay. Does does Curacao count? Could they find two from Curacao? Well, that's what they do for their baseball team. I mean, exactly, right? It's always um, weird. It's like, oh, the Netherlands has made it to the third round of the World Baseball Class. And you're like, what? Oh. No. Yeah, islands. They still have some colonies. I got it. I got it. They have some colonies that are near North America, the only part of the world. Well, it's not true. Well, they're near... They're North near, America or East Asia, the only parts of the world where baseball is played. Yeah, they're near the hotbed island nations that play it. They're yeah. near the Puerto Ricos and Dominican Republics, etc. Um... Yeah, you're right. Uh, that was complicated enough, and any more than that, and no, no one's one no one's gonna care. So, like, the fact that they made a fucking infographic on this tells me everything I need to know about these guys. They don't get it, no. and I'm into it. <laughs> yeah, you're all in. You should pick your team, man. We figured out Memphis was the closest one to me. So, what, is San Diego the closest, or is it's probably closer uh, to Salt Lake, right? Well, you know, uh, let me see if if these if these old boys did a graphic for San Diego. Oh, they did one for all of them. I didn't retweet all of them. Yeah, well, because uh, Salt Lake is San Jose State is not in the Salt Lake allocation, but they are oh, they, in the San Diego allocation. Ah, so yeah, I'm guessing that's going to be my team. 
because that's nice. where that's where you'll see oh boy who's uh, on that team now i don't even know let's say <laughs> they're so bad i can't even remember any of them i'm just trying to pick a good player from years past oh sure um maybe james jones has made his way out of the nfl uh, oh, but he well, let's say that's where we're going to see see a Duke Iannaccio. Oh, sure. Uh, he's going to be on the line for the Alliance San Diego or something, right? Yeah. Okay, Nacho. Yeah, San Diego. Yeah, so they got the rest of the Pac-12s in Mountain West, it looks like. Yeah. They got Fresno State, too. Some old rivalry is going to be there. Hawaii. Ooh, it's got some locker room problems. They also yeah, got yeah, uh, yeah. Chargers and Raiders. So Also, USC and Stanford. It, in some in some respects, this should be a team that's interesting to you too, because I know you yeah, Stanford booster. That's true. I might actually recognize some of those players. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So, so I guess coming. probably Alliance San Diego. I give them one season. You know. Okay. Um. I don't think they're gonna make it. Are you willing to do a wager? Ooh. Will you make the hat of the the champion? Alliance of American Football Champion. There will only be hat. one, and they're only going to make it one year, so I will That's do right. it. You only have to do it once, and once that hat's <laughs> gone, you don't have to worry about it anymore. I, I, yeah, I'm into it. Yeah, I will definitely do it. All right. That. Let's remember so that just, that happened. Just, um, just so everybody is on board with this, since 2006, when I wear a hat, I wear, unless I'm at a sporting event, and then I can wear the hat of that team. Uh, if, when I wear a hat, I am wearing the hat of the most recent winner of the World Baseball Classic. Mm-hmm. Uh, this year, for, for the last couple of years, it's actually Team USA, yeah. which I hate. It's the ugliest Because their hat. logo was very bad. It's terrible. I don't understand who made that logo. It's like a... Also, when I went to buy it, I couldn't get it in blue, so it's on red, and somehow that's even worse. It does look terrible. It looks really bad. There's I had too a couple red. of good years of Team Japan, and then I had a nice Dominican Republic hat. Yeah. Yeah. I know, it was disappointing. As soon as yeah. I saw the logo, I was like, oh, man, that's not... I yeah. hope they don't win. I hope America loses. So if you see me out in a hat, I'll be wearing a hat from the most recent World Baseball Classic champion, and Matt has just agreed on mic yeah, to I'll wear the hat of the Alliance of American Football Champion, assuming that the league is solvent long enough to hold a championship. <laughs> yes, if there is a champion. Hey, how about this? Whoever is on top of the standings, when it folds, if it doesn't make okay. it a whole season. All right. And we'll you'll, do tiebreakers. We'll figure you'll it out. You'll buy their hat on eBay. That's and right. And then... <laughs> yeah, the store will definitely be closed. I won't be able to get it. Yeah, anything. they won't still be selling hats after the league becomes insolvent. <laughs> I like how when I'm on their Twitter, their Twitter profile, it suggests that I follow the XFL, which is also coming back. It is coming back. Uh, I don't want to make it. League. The thing about the XFL is that's so fake and nonsensey that I don't care. Well, he claims this time around it's going to be more on the level. It's going to. Oh, it's not going to be sexy or cheerleaders. Wasn't that one of the main? Yeah, like oh, pitches last time. It's going to be a ninety-five percent more body. Is that the word that he would use? Yeah, I don't know. Um. Anyway, so that's coming back, and he's like, it's going to be old school football, which I think means more concussions. If I, oh, I see. If I'm reading that. Leather helmets. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, two two leagues coming back to die, die a quick death. Because even the NFL is not doing great right now. Uh, I think um, f- football is... Football has a fundamental problem that... It's going to undergo a change uh, for sure. There's no version of football without head injuries that looks like football. Yeah, you're going to have to go with some flag or touch, and I don't know if people are going to want to pay money you know yeah i think it just people will just be like this is not the same yep it's okay not and everything lasts there's, forever. and there's other sports yeah no that's exactly yeah. right it's fine whatever happens and i love happens. football football is my favorite sport but it's just like what are you gonna do you know what i mean can't have people yep. throwing themselves around and killing each other and shit uh, i will 
if I live to see the day when football is not uh, a major sport, like not a televised thing, I will be very sad uh, yeah. because nothing else has formations and play-by-play strategy. It really is the most strategic of the games. It's the most like a video game. That's right, yes. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, perfect time to bring in two competitor leagues. Yeah. It's going to go great. That's, that's right. It's good, a very good time. Good job, guys. Uh, Arena Football League made it about 18 years before it folded, but you know what? It came back, though. It folded for a couple of years. It's back. I saw a game on the other day. They were in the playoffs. No one could ever have known that. But Yeah, but there's no Sabercats, so I don't care. Yeah, it was the Philadelphia Soul. How are you going to get rid of one of your flagship franchises? They won a million times. Uh, it was the Philadelphia Soul and the um, oh, I had uh, Baltimore Brigade. What a terrible name. Hey, where did Mark Grebe go to uh, college? <laughs> he must be dead now, right? Oh, oh, he's old to as shit. But... Yeah, I don't remember. Uh, Mark... Oh, shit. Oh, this is very disappointing. He's only six years older than me. <laughs> I mean, he's not dead. He's, he's just chilling. He's just, he's... Well, he's the head coach at Sacred Heart in Atherton. Uh, he went to Davis, it looks like. He went to Davis. Yeah. So he would be in probably in the Salt Lake. Well, now I, I don't, don't know. I don't know if Davis got slotted because they're a one Yeah, they would I don't know. They some some but I were. Wonder. But I don't. Davis, uh, Scottish Claymore, yeah, like Arena the... Football League. I don't see. He threw for f- over forty-seven thousand yards. I don't. don't Nine hundred like touchdowns. He, uh... <laughs> yes, exactly. The Arena League is wild. <laughs> it does not seem like he's got a. Um... Oh man, how depressing is this? Greeb taught chemistry and biology at Gunn High School before oh. departing for Sacred Prep. Head football coaching position. God, he was like the MVP. He was of that teaching league. and not coaching. He was the MVP of that fucking league too. Yeah. I, when I was in uh, middle school, one of our PE teachers was a saber cat. He was also. Diff- he looked a little bit like Ryan, by the way. I noticed that. Just I, I did. Just a heads it. up. Looked a little bit like Ryan. Um, the guy who coached us um, was defensive player of the year in the arena league, and coach also taught PE. A, sub, a substitute teacher oh no just a regular PE teacher yeah, PE teacher at, at Campbell Middle School so you know they must not make a lot of money no I would imagine in the, not in the older uh anyway it does appear that uh, Mark Grebe does not fall into any of these zones he could be a free agent 44 year old free agent but 900 touchdowns to his he name. couldn't stick around for a cool foul that's a good point. Come on, man. I think the Sabercats folded out from under him, right? <laughs> yeah, I think they could be. Well, I, I think he definitely wanted to keep playing rather than teach at gun or whatever he did. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, 32 minutes ago, Ryan wrote, oh, nice. at Brother Date. This was when after we started potting, by the way. Okay. You keep lamenting how emotional Data gets, but what if that's just Data, not Spiner, acting, behaving the way he thinks he should, even if he doesn't feel it? I mean, I give it to you, but every time we see him trying to put on a human affectation, it's comically over the top. Yeah, like, they're letting us know. Yeah, I think, uh, like, when he's uh, pretending, uh, sorry, practicing sneezing, or when he can't whistle in the holodeck, or when he grows a beard. Right. Um, Or when he, when we get to the disastrous episode in theory, for instance. Perhaps there's something wrong with you! Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes, the rest of the time it's just Spiner putting on a real determined face. And then you go, Spiner. Hey. I like it for a theory corner, but I think it does not trump the theory that someone told Data he doesn't have emotions. And he's actually filled with them, but he just. He's full of emotions and it's it. just. Like, if you were raised to believe that you didn't have emotions, how would you know that that wasn't true? That's right. 
it's such a vague idea. Yeah, it's a fucking feedback loop. And I you realize that we are now you know that you college freshmen, and we're saying, what if what I see is blue isn't what you see is blue, et cetera, et cetera. How can we ever really know, blah, 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 blah. But, uh... Yeah, and it's a feedback loop, because he tells everyone he meets he doesn't have emotions, and then they repeat and they it back to him. And they assume it's true. For some reason, everybody takes it at face value yeah. instead of going, you have hella emotions. It's like when the robot takes at face value that everything what's-his-name says is a lie. Uh, exactly. And it's like, well, or not, though. Maybe not. Now listen carefully, laddie buck. It's not, it's not scary at all if the first part was the lie. Then it's just a lie. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Data, yeah, I still think the... The theory that holds up the best is that he does not know that he has emotions. We are covering for Spiner's inability to act the role. Yeah, it's. I don't. I don't want to say he's a terrible actor. Well, because also, who knows what those what the director of the week was trying to get him to do? Like, you can never be sure that there wasn't somebody there going, "Hey, you can react to that, Brent. You can react to that." He's like, "No, I can't." Though the story says I can't. But I'm a robot. I'm uh this is my this is my set and I want you to be real determined in this scene. Alright? Or maybe we'll find someone else to play data. <laughs> That's right. Maybe John Candy. Maybe he'll show up. I'm I have just noticed the name that you've chosen in appear in. <laughs> I just flipped over there. <laughs> I forgot what I did. Yeah. Tin soldiers and Nixon's coming. We're finally on our own. You're right. listening to some Neil Young? Yeah, I, mean, I was. Well, I was working on our project. Oh, okay. yeah. Is that the end of the mailbag? That's it? Yeah, that's, the mailbag's closed. That was from half an hour ago, so. I, fi- I finalized my first playlist for Deep Cuts. I don't want to get too oh, deep man, into it. Oh, man, you're so far ahead of me. I still have to figure out what albums are eligible. I don't want to get too deep into it, because we're going to talk about a lot, a lot talk about it a lot when we actually do it. But I have 263 songs on this thing. Anyway, Ooh, woof. It, it's going to be problem, problematic. Do you have multiple songs from the same album, oh, and you're trying sure. to figure out which is which? Okay, because I could not figure out how you could have that many oh, for sure. this list. I've got some where I've got three or four candidates, because the albums are boss. And I'm like, man, Wait. I don't know. Did you stop updating this list? Oh, hell yes, dude. This was ah, so much work. I, first I was of all, hoping I could steal from you. We, first of all, there weren't that many albums that I felt confident that you and I both had. That's um, true. But, uh, but also, it was just an extra step, and the research was taking so fucking long. Anyway, yeah. uh, but then I got curious what people think are the best album cuts. Okay. So I just started looking for lists on interwebs, um, just for my own curiosity. And I, I did come across some Neil Young on, on somebody's list. It wasn't that one, but then that song started going through my head. It's half wild to me that Neil Young released singles. Right? That seems off-brand. Like, if you're buying a Neil Young record, you're buying it for the record, right? Yeah. Well, you know, record companies, they want to make money. I guess that's true. They're like, now nah, we're releasing singles. We'll find a radio station that'll play this. That's right. <laughs> um... Is that uh, Ohio is the one that you Yeah, Ford Ford Dead in Ohio. Yeah. Is that the name of it? I don't know. I well, I don't know. That's why I asked if yes. that was Ohio. Yes. Yeah, that's Ohio. The song Ohio. I've heard, because Ohio. of our dad, I've heard probably a hundred Neil Young songs, but I think I only could tell you the names of maybe two. Yeah. Uh there's a Southern Man. Southern Man. That's one. Uh um I I know more. There's a uh, um, there's creep 
and uh, <laughs> High and Dry. High and Dry is a good one. That's a good album. Fake Plastic Trees. Uh-huh. Uh, so, yeah, I, I. by the way, these lists are full of terrible songs. The people on the internet aren't good at picking songs. I found yeah. so many real fucking I, I sent you one of them. One of them was from that list. The one I sent you with all the wizards and dragons and shit. By, um, oh, okay. That's how that Moody Blues Moody song Blues. came up? Yeah. It's on somebody's deep cuts list. And then I, I popped it up on the YouTube and somebody had a fan-made video just full of fucking wizards and shit. And I was like, oh, this is a, this is a perfect match. They did a very good job, actually. It is some, this is high fantasy music that I'm listening to. I don't know much by the Moody Blues. Does anybody anybody like them out there? Tell us if you like the Moody Blues. Do you know anything by them? No. I don't, I don't have a Moody Blues record, it turns out. I don't know. I, don't I know. thought I did, and then I looked, and I have a Spencer Davis group album. Um, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's not the same. No, they're different. They're different. This is the right era, but it's not the same. Yeah. Uh, so it didn't net me anything. Looking at, I wanted to find some more music because I'm always looking for more music, and I just like, man, I hate this. I hate this one. This is terrible. This uh, Fleetwood yeah, Mac gotta, song sucks a dick. You know, I got excited because I got an email from Rick, and he's like, "Hey, I we haven't checked in a while. I've been in Ireland. Uh, did you did you listen to that new Ockerville River album that came out in April?" And I was like, "What? Oh, so I've got a Ockerville River album I can listen to uh, later." Man, how does the internet so weird now? How do you not know about that? Uh, yeah, why didn't Amazon say, hey? That should be the kind of thing. You bought five Ockerville River albums through us. Did you know there's another one? Yeah, no, they want you to buy the same ones. You know how Amazon works. Yes, Amazon like, <laughs> You hey, bought a you vacuum, do you need a vacuum? Copy of the stand-in. You must need a vacuum, because you bought one. It's like, no, you idiot. I was so, That's I was the so exact reason mad. I don't need a vacuum, because so I just bought So mad after one. I bought that can opener, God. and it was like, here's ten more can openers. Like, and I was like, I? a collector? I've never needed one less. I'm a fucking can opener collector now, Amazon? I just needed one. Like, at any other time, I could be like, oh, my camper is getting old. <laughs> just, this is the, literally the time I need it the least. It's a terrible, terrible algorithm. I don't understand what they think is happening. Yeah, it is wild that a band you like can put out a record and you'll be like, oh, they did? Yeah. I don't know. I, these are the kinds of things you'd think that everything would be now automated and you just, just everything would f- flood mm. into your... Yeah, it, it is. It is very much an example of one problem the internet should be able to solve. Yeah, like how did we not know Midnight Oil toured in Oakland last I year? I always missed. I've missed them a couple of times. I just that's They've the kind of thing brought the out internet. the old act, and I'd be like, "What? I mean, they played yesterday." I mean, seriously, God damn it! I didn't say Siri. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, like, if are there people on the internet who talk about Midnight Oil more than we do? Who are they? Uh, exactly. Midnight Oil should have emailed me mm-hmm. and said, hey, you come uh, up. number one, uh, last FM said you were listening to uh, Place Without a Postcard yesterday. It said, so you, it said you jammed to we're gonna be in 10 Oakland. Legs and 10 Minds 15 times yesterday. So, hey, the Internet told us that you were really into the part that goes, who's ruling the world today? And you made a good choice and they're playing. They're playing in Oakland this weekend. That would be what Hi, it's, it's me, John Internet. Uh, <laughs> I noticed that you were air drumming along to Ten Legs and Ten Minds. <laughs> no, what I was jamming to today, though, was Bells and Horns in the Back of Beyond, because, I mean, always. It starts off so slow. I love it, though, because he's saying some nonsense. I, even though I can make up the words, I don't remember them because I don't know what he's talking about. Well, some of it is sparkling 
Swinging selling lines on our flatters. Yeah, and I know never, 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 never land. Why? I don't why know is the about. lyrics version of the YouTube video only forty-eight seconds long? Does the it does cuts it off end the when part. he stops singing? It must cut off the good part. That is stupid. I just I love uh, I love the drumming. I love obviously the wild singing. This is remastered version. Wow, what's remastered about it? Oh, it sounds the same. That's yeah, me too. Yeah, I jammed to this real hard today in my car. To this slow first part, I hope. I was hella jamming to this, moving, moving my head and neck all around. No, again, I can make out all the words, but they do not imprint on my brain. Like, I never know what he's talking about and why. Well, especially this next part. <laughs> what? <laughs> Something, what's the matter? I don't know. Yeah, do it. And a car park stretch where the building used to be. Such a weird album. I'm sure it got two stars. <laughs> yeah. All music. Yeah, those fuckers. Find that asshole. They hate us. I'm gonna kidnap him with my finger in my pocket. That's right. Do it. Hmm. Turn it up. this era i like the hard rock era of the late 70s that they did i like this weird new wavy era that they did yeah you don't really fall off until they get um uh, let's say adult contemporary yeah you get to earth and sun and moon and you're kind of like all right all right i mean in the morning we will wake up yeah i don't really and take to the air like outbreak of love you know it's like i don't mind outbreak of love wow I mean, I like certain songs on that record, but like overall, I just go, "What? Do, we don't really need to. This didn't need to happen." And then you get to breathe and. Do you know one thing that's really Wonderland. nice about Midnight Oil is when you start typing a Midnight Oil title mm. into YouTube, yeah. it comes up right away. There's nothing else that's. Happening. There's not another song called "Outbreak of Love." No, there's uh, there's also no other song called uh, "Warakerna." Yeah, definitely which is helpful. Oh, I didn't know they did a music video for this. I think it was a single. I think I saw that when I was doing it the other day. Oh, I know it was, because we owned the single. Why did we own that? Did it, it probably oh, had a it had different sh- version. Because it had Ships of Freedom on it or something. Oh, it had Ships of Freedom. 
So it was like, oh, we don't know that. We don't have that song. It had three versions of Outbreak of Love and then Ships of Freedom. Yeah. But look, if anybody considered not oil super fans, was a CD maxi single. Yeah. That's true. Um. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. So so the internet should have told you about that record for sure. I really should. I don't have. know why you had to be be told by another human. That's really inefficient. It's extremely inefficient. Especially to come from someone who li- presume- likes Ockerville River less than I do. <laughs> no, that's just embarrassing, then. You should be it is embarrassing. I should have been on top of it. Uh, look, we're more than an hour in. Do you want to play a game or not? Yeah, we got time for a game. All right, let's do a, let's do a little bit of quiz. Quiz time for Ryan and no one else. Torture for Judah and Matt. Do you, uh, when was the last time you watched SNL? Oh, God. Um, like, not a clip on ten... the internet. When you sat down and actually turned it on, even if it was just for a minute. I watched ten minutes of the Donald Glover one where he debuted This Is America. Okay. That wasn't uh, that long and, ago. And did a sketch where he was Lando Calrissian in a convention of all of the black people in Star Wars. <laughs> and it was like uh, three three people were there. Right. Uh, I found a weird list that um, that I'm going to ask you to, to name as many items on this top ten list as you can. And it's basically it's the top ten highest grossing SNL cast members. Based on every movie they were ever in. So combining all the movies they ever appeared in, all of the money that those movies made, who are the top oh. ten grossing SNL cast members. And this is like regular cast members, so... Yeah, I mean, there's... So it's like Tom Hanks has been on SNL no, 15 that times, doesn't count. but he you don't have count? To be... Okay. Only one of these on here is kind of a cheat. I don't think anyone remembers that this person was technically a real cast member. Because it's okay. such a bizarre choice, but the, it was in a weird era. So I'm gonna go right. I'm gonna guess right at the top is Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy is number three. His 39 movies appear to have grossed some insane number. It's it says six billion. That seems God. That seems like a lot, but maybe. I mean, nowadays a movie can do a billion. So yeah, but Eddie Murphy's never been in a billion dollar movie. No. I, by what the way, do you think Eddie Murphy's biggest movie ever was? What one of them Beverly Hills Cop movies? Maybe. Yeah, may, I, I don't, don't know, know. Maybe. Um. I, so by the way, I I have not and cannot vet this. Okay. I am not going to spend the time. <laughs> this is according to a list you found on the yes. internet, and why would anyone attempt yes. to recreate? this I am data? not going to add up Eddie Murphy's thirty nine movies and figure out what makes. Sense. I think that's perfectly fair. Okay, okay. but this has Eddie Murphy um, at three, so you're one for one so far. All right, so how about you get Adam ten Sandler, guesses? Then? Uh, he is number five. Number five. It's it, shit. This claims his thirty three movies have grossed almost five billion. So I get so I get ten guesses, and you just just see how many of these people I can get. Yep, yeah, no medals or awards or anything. Just a curi- curiosity. Okay. Uh, two for two, though, so far. All right. Let's try Chevy Chase. Chevy Chase does not appear in the top ten. He's somewhere way below. He, uh, Fuck, his he's movies been in movies. Grossed over a billion, but uh, does not make the top ten. Man. Um, 
Fuck, there's eight more of these dudes? That's that's right. Dudes and dudettes. Yeah. Uh, Mike Myers? Mike Myers, number six. Number six. He only has appeared All in... All of them Austin Power movies and shit, and he number six. He's only appeared in 15 movies. Also Wayne's World. Which is the fewest of anyone on the list. Okay. So he doesn't just show up in people's movies. I think he only headlines. And a lot of these well, people are like... Well, there definitely are people on the list who have not. Yeah, like um, some of the people on this list appeared in a movie, and they played like one small part, and that movie might have grossed a lot or something. I presume Ryan or Ben are shouting into their, uh, into their phones, Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell is number 11. Does not so he's not the in the top, top 10. 10 either. Nope. He has uh, about 3.2 bill. Gross. I must be thinking about this wrong somehow. I think he also hasn't appeared in quite enough films. Because uh, some of these people have appeared in over 50 films. Wow. Most you of them garbage, dudes. I assume. Oh, you dudes, said dudes and dudettes. And dudettes. Yeah, yeah. So, has Kristen Wiig made the list yet? She has somehow. The, the fourth, bridesmaids fourth was most on, was good for her. I I know. She's number four. Five point okay. three billion. I'd have to what? go and look at her filmography, and figure out what insane movies that she has been. That's in. a huge number. Yeah. There's going to be something like somebody was in a fucking adventure Avengers movie, yes. and I have. Uh, I, not only that, I know I looked at one of these because I was like, "This cannot be right," and I looked it up, and the person just did like a ton of animated work, like voice acting, oh. and some of those were like big Pixar or Disney films or whatever. That may or may not be a clue to you because. I don't know. Everybody, everybody does those these days, but yeah. <clears throat> but that was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. I guess I couldn't figure out how they were able to get so much fucking money. <laughs> so you're, you've guesses? guessed six, and you got four in the top ten so far. Okay. Only Will Ferrell and Chevy Chase did not uh, make it. Hmm. So this does include animated films as well. Yeah, I hear you saying that. No, I just, I just I wanted to make sure that was clear. It's not. It does not ringing any bells for me. No. Um, well, I know Phil Hartman was in the Brave Little Toaster, so let's do Phil Hartman. No, damn it, not in the top ten. Yeah, he didn't do. I guess uh, Jingle All the Way didn't didn't bring in enough money. <laughs> <laughs> um. Dan Aykroyd does a lot of movies. You are correct. He is number eight. Okay. He was in 58 movies. So you are correct. <laughs> yes, that's the only reason. <laughs> he, he I mean, I'm sure him. Ghostbusters was reasonably popular when it came out, but yeah. uh, he didn't. He's not making a lot of money because he was the antagonist in Gross Point Blank. No. So you, you've done eight guesses and you have five in the top ten. Yeah. Two more. You still need one, mm. two... Yeah, I'm missing the big ones. Uh, seven, nine, and ten. Uh, I mean, I guess every movie that Adam Sandler is in also has Rob Schneider in it. Rob Schneider's not in the top ten. That's amazing to me. I know. That's true, right? He should have been in almost all of the same. <laughs> he's films. in every. You're right. You, he's in every Happy Madison movie. You reasoned so. that out correctly, but uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. plus Deuce Bigelow. 
Yeah, God, did that make money? I hope not. <laughs> I, mean, I did see it, but I hope not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. Let me, let me see where he appears on. The, yeah, he's, he's he's really low down. He has one point four bill, so I I don't know what the difference is between him and Sandler. So you're down to one, mm. right? One guess left. Oh yeah, I think I'm like I think so. Uh, I mean, I don't have another good guess, so I'm just gonna wait. Oh, now, um, I'm gonna guess Tina Fey. She keeps doing movies. Mm, I don't believe she's in the top ten. No, probably Let me not. Just verify where uh, Tina Fey. One point two billion, so not in the top ten. All right. All right, so you got five. Number ten was Chris Rock. Kind of forgot he was on SNL. This is going to be the problem with uh, a few of these. Okay. Yeah, he did 24 films and appears to have grossed 3.3 bill. Um, I don't know what movies these are, but apparently he crushed it. Uh, number nine, Joan Cusack was not aware she was ever a regular SNL. Joan Cusack guy. was on SNL. Huh. Did not know that, but apparently. What are the big grossing Joan Cusack movies? Mm, let's see. This was I was having fun doing this earlier. I was looking up going, oh, I didn't like remember a mean old lady in Lemony Snicket or like, I don't, <laughs> yeah, like maybe, just yeah. trying to put it together. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Let's see. Uh, she was in 16 Candles. She was sure. in... I'm just going literally... She's been in a lot of movies, so it could just be that. I'm just trying girl. to think of like... Uh, she was in one of them Adams Family's movies. Uh, Adams Family Values. Is she the lawyer in? Uh, I don't really remember. Um, Which is the one where they have? Pubert. She was in one of the toy, two of the Toy Stories. Those grossed a lot. Oh yeah. Um, okay. School of Rock. I don't know if that did a lot or not. Um, blah blah blah. Out of time, it looks like a lot of anime. Yeah, she's stuff. been in a lot of movies. Oh, there were. F- Oh, there's going to be a fourth Toy Story. I didn't even know that. Um, so yeah, I think animated stuff is what did it for her. Um, okay. Yeah, Toy Story's a bump. Seven was Amy Poehler. She has grossed four point two bill by appearing in random ass movies. But which ones? All right, I'll look again. There we go. This is in Wet Hot American Summer, and but that again, didn't make any money. Uh, I have not vetted this list. Let's see. Mm, filmography. She was in the Deuce Bigelow movie! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize. She was in Mean Girls. Um, uh, she yeah. was in uh, Blades of Glory. Um, she was, <laughs> she was in, in Blades of Glory. She was in Shrek, one of the Shrek movies. Um... Let's see. Uh, Some more of a lot of animated stuff. She was in that sketch where those Darth Vader farmers were uh, (laughs) at the hospital. I don't remember how that sketch went. Yeah, yeah, she's in a lot of animated stuff. She's in like all the Alvin and the Chipmunks movies, including Chipwrecked. Well, she's in the Squeakquel. Shit. Yep. Uh, She was in the second Anchorman. I don't know if that made a lot of money. Um, I was not well regarded, so I doubt it. Somehow she made this list. Um, number, what did I say you still need? Let's see. Uh, you got Christian Wiig, Eddie Murphy. Uh, Bill Hader, number two. 
Okay. He's got to do a, he's who's he the voice of yeah, like 35 movies for 8 bill. Oh, okay. He's one of the voices of The Force Awakens does of uh, BB8. Is that what counts? Is that why he's That probably counts. Cuz that's some billions. That's billions. Sure. Yeah, he's like uh he does voice work in a lot of shit. Yeah, I forgot that he he is technically in Star Wars. Yeah. So, he's technically in one of the Star Treks, I think, too, Into Darkness. He's like a computer voice. Fun. So he's just, yeah, he's cleaning up in little bit parts. Number one is the cheat. Number one is the one that I don't know if anyone remembers, that Robert Downey Jr. was technically a full-time cast member on SNL. What a wild time that was. Definitely was before I was watching SNL. And, of course, he's been in all of them fucking Marvel movies. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know. He's been in movies that have grossed more than any other human being. When you said Avengers earlier, like, oh, someone was in the Avengers. You freaked out for a minute because you thought I was going to get it? I knew for sure you still weren't going to get it because nobody remembers that Robert Downey Jr. was an SNL cast member. (laughs) So, um, so that's it. That's the list. And, um, we didn't learn anything. No. It's just a... It's just a weird cheat list. I got I got five out of ten. Yeah, five out of ten. But we did play a game for Ryan, and it's good because he he's, oh he does like that. He yeah. fills up the mailbox, so we'll play a game for him every once in a while. Next so, week, yeah, next week's the Star Treks. It is week forty. Oh shit! Can you believe it? Next week is week forty. Hey, today's week one hundred. Today is our hundredth episode. We should probably talk about. It. Hey, good good job us. We made it a hundred yeah. episodes of this thing. We're into syndication. We almost forgot. We don't have a celebration planned or anything. Does anybody no. want to like throw, throw us a party or anything? Don't throw us a party. Throw us, throw us a party. For this dumb show. Throw me a party here in Nashville. Uh, next week, episode 101 is week 40. Of our dumb Star Trek project. Of our dumb Star Trek project. Boy, that means even if you take those out, we've still done 60. Yeah, we're doing good. We're, even I if don't you know pretend why. these didn't exist, the Star Trek ones, you've still done 60. Uh, we're watching Friday's Child. Yeah. Uh-huh. We're watching Pen Pal. About sucking time. We're watching The Maquis Part 2. We're going to close the books on that. I wonder what's going to happen to Cal. Calvin. We're watching Resolutions, a mm. uh, show that I think promises more than it can deliver. Yeah, yeah that's not very Star Trek, is it? <laughs> and we're watching Ceasefire. Yeah. <sighs> Which has a thumbnail of a Vulcan. It's got Vulcans in Andorians. It's got Shran. So that's yeah. the upside right there. That is true. Uh, so you know what to watch if you want to play along, uh, Ben. Um, otherwise, keep filling up the mailbox at BrotherDate on Twitter. Uh, I think we almost dragged Ryan in with that discussion of Tuvix. So. Ryan, you can start anytime you want. You know the format. That's right. You know exactly how to do it. Just start on those episodes. Yeah. It doesn't matter. We're not even keeping Ben's scores. Who cares? I'm sure your wife will be super excited about this project. <laughs> uh, you can also find us at Brother Date. You can even find some of our old projects are still up there, right? If you want to look at Judah's Zep bracket. That's right. It is still linked to. Uh, or whatever else is up there. Maybe we'll put our deep cuts lists up there, too. Who knows? Um, and, uh, and you go to the iTunes and um, tell all of your friends. Tell Judah's friends in particular. All of Judah's friends about this podcast. <laughs> and co-workers. Tell Judah's co-workers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then we will see you next week for the big Star Treks. Star, Star Trek times that we always do. Okay? It's okay. that simple! All right. Bye, everybody. Bye.
Oh, but he got mad at the game. That's not really in his heart. And, and then like, the response oh, no. is always, mm. no. The thing about that is, yeah. I get mad at video games too, <laughs> and I angrily shout, this fucking game is such a fucking cheater, or whatever. 